Riders Radio Theater is on the air. and saddle pals. Uh, we want to thank you also, Texas Bix Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. This is Ranger Doug, Idol of American Youth, welcoming you once again to another exciting, thrilling episode of Riders Radio Theater. Before we hit the trail, I want to take a second to introduce Riders in the Sky to you, for those of you who may not know us yet. As you gaze into the warm and comforting glow of your North Home Model 7 radio, over here to the right, that's my left, a man just back from Los Angeles. He is the toast of the town out there now. He's too slim. Thank you. Uh, really, thank you. Uh, really, Ranger Duggan, like I just got back, but like LA didn't really have any like noticeable effect on me, okay? It was like totally cool, really, and it's really awesome to be back. So okay, dudes, let's roll. Thank okay. you too, too slim. You are a totally tubular dude. Uh, Over here to my right, your you left. The king of North Hollywood, Woody Paul. Gosh, I never knew what these boots meant before. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the idol of American youth, the Ranger big. Doug. There he is, really. <laughs> Thank you. And of course, our orchestra, under the direction of the man who put the champagne back in California cruising, Joey the Cow Polka King. <laughs> All right, an exciting trip it was, too, but time for us to head on back to the Lone Star State of Texas and a tune hallowed in the historical halls of the great Lone Star State. There's a yellow rose in Texas I'm headed now to see. No other feller knows her, nobody, only me. She cried so when I left her, it nearly broke my heart. And if we ever meet again, we never more shall part. She's the sweetest rose of color this cowboy ever knew. 
Her eyes are like the diamonds, they sparkle like the dew. You may talk about your fairest maid and sing of Rosalie, but the yellow rose of Texas beats the bells of Tennessee. Songs together we sang so long ago. I'll pick the banjo gaily and sing the songs of yore. And the yellow rose of Texas, she'll be mine forevermore. She's the sweetest rose of color this cowboy ever knew. Her eyes are like the diamonds, they sparkle like the dew. You may talk about your fairest maid. And sing of Rosalie, but the yellow rose of Texas beats the bells of Tennessee. Hey, Thrilling days of Riders Radio Theater. Right after this message from our longtime sponsor, Campfirelight Music. Friends, H.H. Hammerhead Stelson here with that burning question of the ages for you. What is art? Give up. The answer, mon ami, is that it's in an investment. And investments are business, and business is money. Therefore, in the final analysis, art is money. Now, don't go putting your hard-earned pesos into transitory works of art. Paint, canvas, and even stone are someday turned to dust. But music, that breath of Persephone, music is forever. Now, when you talk about music that'll stand the test of time, neighbors, you're talking about Lady of Spain yesterday and today and forever. Friends, millions of copies were sold in the first volume of this great eight-track collection, and now Campfire Light Music is proud to present the long-awaited volume, too. And here to tell you about it, my very good friends, Dr. and Mrs. B. Back. Baxter Basil. Baxter? Thank you, Hammerhead. Hello, friends. Dr. B. Baxter Basil here. D-A-R-M-O-R. PFC and member National Geographic Society. And this is Mrs. Dr. B. Baxter Basil. Hello, dear friends. Ah, music. Moody food of us that train. Thank you, Mama. Sit down, Mama. Friends, as we outlined in our earlier commercial, Lady of Spain, Yesterday, Today, and Forever, Volume 1. The singular song and the accordion have been the cornerstone of every musical trend since the dawn of mankind. Now, in volume two, we pick up where we left off and begin with the American Revolution. Yankee Doodle Dandy was, as everyone knows, very popular at the time, but the tune voted number one by the Continental Army was actually Lady of Spain Jig. We find Lady of Spain in the stomach Steinway at every stop. Napoleon loved it more than Josephine, though she tolerated it. And in the 1890s, it inspired a number of imperialist adventures thanks to John Philip Sousa. (laughs) 
think you want to speak softly and carry a big tuba then? Thank you, Mama. Sit down, Mama. Ragtime, the Roaring Twenties, and the big bands of the Thirties and Forties all had their flings with the lady. It has been said, this inspired a generation of young musicians to develop bebop. said that Hank Williams and Elvis Presley were heavily influenced by a black accordion player blues version of Lady of Spain. And there is no doubt that a young Barry Gordy used Lady of Spain to spawn an incredible spring of hits for Motown in the 1960s. Sit down, Mama. Friends, there's lots more of this great story yet to come, but it will have to happen first. In the meantime, don't delay. Order your copy today of Lady of Spain, Yesterday, Today, and Forever, Volume 2. It's a good investment. It's good business. It'll make you money, and it's good art. So order now, and here's how. Here's how to you, Hammerhead. Ah, sit down, Mama. (laughs) To order, have your visa, Albuquerque Express, or MasterCard ready, and call 1-900-LADY-2. And please note, this is not a toll-free call. And now, here again, are Riders in the Sky. Thank you, Texas Dick Spender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio and, in fact, sold a few baby chicks last week, too. That was very, very impressive. Slim, uh, it's guest time here in the bunkhouse. Uh, You ready to tell the folks about this week's guest? I'd be glad to, Ranger Doug. Uh, This week's guest is a young man who's really making waves in country music these days, and it's a real treat to have him on our show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Capitol recording artist Garth Brooks. Here he is. Howdy, Garth. Welcome, Garth, to Riders Radio Theater. Thank you. Nice to be here. The pride of Yukon, Oklahoma. Hey. Come all the way. You're from Yukon, Oklahoma? You betcha. Where is is Yukon, Oklahoma? It's uh, by a small town in Oklahoma City. You know where that's at? Oklahoma City is kind of a suburb of Yukon. That's it. That's That's what you're driving at? We were there first. I I bet you were. (laughs) Where the West begins and the East just kind of peters Peters out. out. Yeah. Well, I understand you have a song for us. Let's get right down to it. All right, I'd like to do you on the single we got off the album right now. I got to write with Mr. Kent Blazy, a song called If Tomorrow Never Comes. Sometimes late at night I lie awake and watch her sleeping She's lost in peaceful dreams, so I turn out the lights and lay there in the dark. And the thought crosses my mind, if I never wake up in the morning, would she ever doubt? The way I feel about her in my heart If tomorrow never comes Will she know how much I loved her? Did I try in every way To show her every day 
that she's my only one. And if my time on earth were through, and she must face this world without me, is the love I gave her in the past gonna be enough to last if tomorrow never comes? Cause I've lost loved ones in my life. Who never knew how much I love them Now I live with the regret That my true feelings for them Never were revealed So I made a promise to myself To say each day how much she means And avoid that circumstance where there's no second chance To tell her how I feel Cause if tomorrow never comes Will she know how much I loved her? Did I try in every way To show her every day that she's my only one And if my time on earth were through And she must face this world without me Is the love I gave her in the past Gonna be enough to last If tomorrow never comes Tell that someone that you love Just what you're thinking of If tomorrow never comes Wasn't that great? Thank you. Yeah. Well, that was it. That was great. Great moment on Riders Radio Theater, Garth. Thank sure you. Sure was. Thank great. You, you know, before you have to go, I, I have one question. I I understand that in addition to your incredibly popular singing career, you you're also very active in community work around here as well. Yeah. Well, you know, I try and pitch in where I can, and after all, we're all neighbors on this planet. Well, that sounds like the cowboy way to me. Is there, uh, <laughs> is there any area of special interest that you're most involved in? Sure. Garbage. Garbage? <laughs> garbage? Hey, garbage is no laughing matter, Ranger does. Well, <laughs> yes, Garth, I, I know that. Hey, we live in a throwaway society. We have to find some serious answers to waste disposal. Right you are. As a matter of fact, I'm on a special committee that the governor himself has put together to analyze and study landfills all over the country. Really? You know, I travel a lot, and so along the way, I try and check out as many local landfills as I can just to see if they're doing something that can help us out. Gosh, that's great, great guys. Wow, sure and is. someday, someday, I'm going to write a book. Really? Yeah, and I'm going to call it The Waste According to Garth. I know you just can't miss with a title like that. 
Well, thanks again for coming on our show. Another big hand, ladies and gentlemen. Garth Brooks. Riders Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures presentation in association with WPLN Productions. This program is being taped live at the Tennessee Performing Arts Center in Nashville, Tennessee. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 11 of the exciting Western melodrama, Curse of the Lost Goldscrew. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, terrible trials and tribulations have been visited upon Tumbleweed Valley. The arch-villain Slocum has taken control of the entire region and forced almost, but not quite, all the good folks from their homes on the range. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, right, Charlie? Right, Slocum. <laughs> Repugnant but true. The once straight and narrow Tumbleweed City is now a lurid, tin-horned gambler's paradise called Slot City. And in our last episode, a midnight edict confiscated the famed old Triple X Ranch and designated it the new Slot City Landfill. And the first thing I want it filled with is bodies. <laughs> bodies of the cornball cowboys, Charlie. Slocum. <laughs> and later that same night, Riders in the Sky responded to a warning from their prairie guard dogs and discovered that... <laughs> We're surrounded by huge D-10 caterpillars. Oh no, is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Thank heavens, it's finally time to find out, Too Slim, as we now present episode 11 of Curse of the Lost Goldscrew, entitled Attack of the Killer Caterpillars. As the monstrous D-10 caterpillars converge from every direction, pushing tons of earth, boulder, and even outbuildings and livestock before them, the situation looks very bad for riders in the sky. Bad? Bad? It's worse than bad, Texas bitch. We're going to be crushed into molecules, buried alive, flat like pancakes, steamrolled onto it, treadmill to oblivion. Easy, Slim, easy. Back away, Slim. We're not in any danger. But we got... Yeah, come on, boys. Let's go on to bed. Bed? You can't... Woody's right, Slim. Go on to bed. Bed? That's right, because you have absolutely nothing to worry about. Well, all right, if you say so, Texas Bix, but if anybody else told me to go to bed and not worry about a fleet of killer caterpillars roaring down on me like gargantuan angels of death, I don't think I'd believe them. Your trust is not misplaced, too, Slim, because even as the huge, bright yellow diesel monsters roll relentlessly onward, bent on a horrendous destruction of the famed old Triple X Ranch and all its inhabitants, their own fate is long since sealed. It begins with a small earth tremor. Then suddenly, the ground beneath them, undermined by thousands of tiny prairie watchdog tunnels, begins to quiver and shake. Then, scant seconds later, in one powerful cataclysmic convulsion, the earth collapses and... an entire fleet of killer caterpillars disappears from the face of the earth. My baby chicks are saved again. Yeah, you sure are a side meat. Them prairie yard dogs are the best $9.99 I ever spent. <laughs> thanks, Texas Bix. You're welcome, side. But just knowing those baby chicks are safe is all the thanks I'll ever need. Now back to our melodrama. While the riders sleep, grown men scramble from the twisted wreckage of their once powerful machines and run for their lives, pursued by multitudes of angry, chittering, biting prairie guard dogs. All but one of the men quickly outdistance their furious furry foes. The Lone Strangler is a familiar, bumbling, stumbling, 300-pound doofus named Charlie. Ow, get off me! Ow, get off! Ow! The chase goes on through the long night, but just before dawn, the little prairie Dobermans tire of their sport and allow Charlie to escape. And as the first rays of the new dawn strikes Tumbleweed City, now Slot City, Charlie makes his way to the penthouse of the gaudy Golden Calf Casino. Boss! Boss! Come in, Charlie. Don't bother to knock. Hey. Thanks, Slocum. Hey, we lost the whole fleet of D-10s. What? How? 
How'd you manage that? The earth opened up and swallowed him. The earth opened up yeah. and swallowed him. And in little Lucy's crazy little gremlin kind of things. They came out of the ground and they tried to eat me alive, boss. Look at my I'm clothes. I'm hearing you correctly. You've lost your mind. No, it happened. It wouldn't take long. <laughs> it was some kind of earthquake. An earthquake? Did it get the cowboys? No. Uh, Just got your caterpillar tractors and turned uh, those little devils loose. Ah, uh, foiled again. Uh, this really burns my bacon, Charlie. I'm tired of them beefhead cowpokes always getting away at the last minute. I'm going to cook their wagons good this time. Box, remember what Ranger Doug told you? You're mixing your metaphors again. Ah, shut up, Charlie, and listen. I want you to get over to the new Vesco International Airport. When you get there, go to Hangar 13. Got that? 13, right. Yeah, inside there you'll find a little foreign aid I just received from an old Libyan friend of mine. Yeah? <laughs> Box of dried figs, boss? Yeah, the most perfect engine of destruction ever conceived. That's all. Say. <laughs> you like that, do you, Charlie? Yeah. This baby's so new and so secret that Mattel doesn't even have a model of it yet. <laughs> it flies at Mach 4. It's invisible to radar. It carries a payload of 37 tons of high explosives. They call it the Studebaker. <laughs> uh, Studebaker, yeah, my old head man had one of them. No, I don't think so, Charlie. It's a yeah. old Libyan word, I guess. It means perfect engine of destruction. Yeah. Well, great, boss, but how am I going to learn to fly a Studebaker? Relax, Charlie. It flies itself. It even returns to home base automatically. Yeah. All you do is take it out of the hangar, punch in the coordinates for the Triple X wrench, then sit back and enjoy the ride. What could be simpler, right? Right. <laughs> Okay, here's the coordinates on this piece of paper. Now get going. Got it, Slocum. <laughs> Meanwhile, the subjects of Slocum's vile hatred are starting their day with a chic breakfast of stout coffee and beans ranchero. Oh, more coffee, Ranger oh, Doug? Yes, I'd meet you. Better twist me off another cup there. Well, I'll tell you what, things are sure crazy around here these days. Customs inspections, D10s in the middle of the night, and somebody thinks this is a bus station. Yeah, well, I, uh... <laughs> Bus station? What tarnation you talking about, Woody? Look out the window there. Uh -oh. Don't you see that bus stopped out there by the uh -oh. edge of the prairie to watch hey. dog colony? Woody's right side meat. There is a bus out there. Come on, boys. It must, must be lost or maybe broken down. Let's go see if we can lend a hand. Hey, I'm coming too. Come on, side meat. Cautiously, the riders pick their way through the D10-filled craters and arrive at the mysterious bus to find... <gasps> Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks! Howdy, boys. I didn't know you guys lived in a landfill. We, we, we don't live in a landfill, Garth. Certainly not. In well, no way. According to the information I got in town, it is. Oh, well, there's got to be some mistake. This is not a landfill at all. This is a beautiful ranch with acres and acres of sweet grass, good water, and a lot of prairie dog holes. Yeah. I see what you mean, Ranger Doug. This is a good grassland, and just a little ways back, I drove across a major regional river. Seepage from a landfill here would contaminate it and probably threaten the water supply for the whole valley. Yeah, this is a terrible place for a landfill. No, oh, well, you can say that again, Mom. I don't think we need to. I think we got the message across. <laughs> you know, the only reason someone could possibly want to put a landfill here would be, would be to get you guys. <gasps> Slocum! That's who I'd bet on. Well, boys, I'd love to talk landfill with you all day, but I'm playing a big Bill Monroe music festival over in Bendover, Nevada. I gotta get going. All right, so long, Garth. We'll see you on down the trail. Yeah, I hope so. You boys might want to keep an eye out on the skies, though. We drove through a mighty aggressive swarm of really huge bees a while back. We think they might have been killer bees. Oh, them again, eh? Well, our prairie garden dogs will let us know if they come around. <laughs> All right, so long, boys. Uh, happy, happy trails. trails. So Adios. Long. Gosh, Ranger Doug. Here he goes. What are we going to do? 
Too slim, when in the course of human events, any form of government becomes tyrannical and destructive. It's the duty and the right of the people to throw off the shackles of such a government. Oh, now you're talking. Let me get my goose gun. Hold it there, side mate. We won't need guns. We're going to beat Slocum at his own game. How are we going to do that, Ranger Doug? Let's go back to the bunkhouse, and I'll tell you boys all about it. But as the riders make their way back to their ranch house, high overhead, swooping in at a speed of Mach 4, unseen by any radar, the most perfect engine of destruction ever devised locks in on its target and dives towards our unsuspecting heroes. Its descent is silent, its mighty jet turbines whirring at such a high-pitched whine that the human ear cannot detect it. But not so for the finely tuned collective ears of a colony of prairie guard dogs. Boy, boy, something's after the baby chicks. It sure sounds like it. Gosh, maybe it's those killer bees. <gasps> Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a Studebaker. And it's dropping right towards us. Good grief. Oh no, is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Will they even know what hit them? Find out for yourself next week when we present episode 12 of Curse of the Lost Goldscrew entitled Not Your Father's Studebaker. It's taut, thrill-packed, moral fiber-filled adventure you won't want to miss, and it's coming to this theater of the mind. And now, here again are America's favorite cowboys with Joey the Cowpoka King and Garth Brooks. Thank you. Garth, I think if we hurry, we can squeeze in another song. So, Ladies and gentlemen, Garth Brooks once again. All right. There is a young cowboy, and he lives on the range. His horse and his cattle are his only companions. And he works in the saddle, and he sleeps in the canyons. Waiting for summer, his pastures to change. And as the moon rises, he sits by his fire, dreaming about women and glasses of beer, and closing his eyes as the doggies retire. He sings out a song which is soft but it's clear As if maybe someone could hear He sings good night you moonlight ladies And rock by sweet baby Jane Deep greens and blues are the colors I choose Won't you let me go down in my dreams And rock by sweet baby Jane Now the first of December was covered with snow and so was the turnpike from Stockbridge to Boston. Oh, the Berkshires seemed dreamlike on account of that frosting. With ten miles behind me and ten thousand more to go. And there's a song that they sing when they take to the highway. 
A song that they sing when they take to the sea And a song that they sing of their home in the sky Maybe you can believe it if it helps you to sleep But singing works just fine for me And I'll sing goodnight, you moonlight ladies And rock by sweet baby James Deep greens and blues are the colors I choose Won't you let me go down in my dreams And rock by sweet baby James so long, Saddle Pals. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater.